2: What's up, friends? Before we hop into the show, I got to tell you about our friends over at Light Shade Dispensary, where right now they're offering 25% off each and every purchase on all non-sale items by using that code DNVR. Our podcast listeners get that special 25% off by using that code DNVR at any of their 11 Denver Metro locations, including their biggest and newest location, Barnum. It's one block off 6th and Federal, and it has specialty products not offered at other stores. So you Need to check them out over at Lightshade, any of their eleven locations, and use that code DNVR to get twenty five percent off all non sale items. All right, fellas, let's hop into the show.
3: Happy Friday and welcome in to a special edition of Three Ring Circus. And I feel like we have the perfect guest today because of course this is a Broncos-themed show, but also we like to talk, honestly, as much abs as we can possibly squeeze in oh, right yeah, now. baby. And so we've got George Stoya, who is not only a Broncos beat writer, but is also doing double duty on the abs right now. How you doing, George? I'm busy. Busy, Ryan. <laughs> uh,
0: it's a good time, though, right? Like, I was thinking about this on the way over here. Like, if you're a Denver sports fan, like, I can't imagine there being a better time than right now. I mean, you've got... I know the Rockies aren't very good. I mean...
3: That's, Stadium's still there, though. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, yeah, Coors Field <laughs> is great. It's the summertime, right? You want to be out there. The Broncos, there's a lot of hype, obviously. Russell Wilson. Uh, you have the back-to-back MVP in Jokic. And you've got a team up 1-0 in the Stanley Cup final, right? Like, So it's, it's a great time to be a Denver sports fan, which makes it a good time to be a Denver sports writer.
3: So.
2: Exactly. And I mean doesn't just this just remind you of 96, 97, 98 not just because there's two good teams in town, but because it's the Broncos and it's the Avs.
3: Yeah, and you know we keep talking about this, but um you mentioned like every time that the Broncos are asked about the Avs, they'll make mm-hmm. a little comment like, "But yeah, this is a Broncos town." Yeah. And we were saying, like, maybe there's some jealousy there. And there had to have been jealousy in 96 when John Elway, who's been to the Super Bowl multiple times, can't get over the hump. And also
2: been in Denver
3: longer than the Avs had been in the city. Right. The Avs walk (laughs) into the city. They are the toast of the town. They win the championship. They've got to be, like, parading, especially in the 90s. I'm sure it was way more laid back. Like, they're just walking around town with the Stanley Cup. You know, (laughs) people are just following them in droves. So hopefully you get the same effect, right?
0: Well, I think you got to hope too. like if you're obviously if you're a Broncos fan, you're probably an Avs fan, right? Like you're probably jumping on the bandwagon like in my head as like the Broncos beat writer is like, okay, this is like the pregame to what should be a great Broncos season. Like (laughs) I think the Broncos are on the verge of I mean, I mean, look, you add Russell Wilson, like you're automatically going to be a quote unquote Super Bowl contender. And I think they are. And so it's like. That's what you can look forward to. Is like once the Abs finish this run, whether they win it or not, it's been super exciting. We're like a few weeks away from training camp. I, I mean, know, it's going to yeah. be a quick turnaround. So I, I think it's like that's the way I look at it. Is like it's kind of like the pregame to the big party, which is the Broncos' regular season. This is a hell of a pregame. I love, <laughs> yeah. it. I love best, it. Best pregame I've ever yeah. been to. Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, we we talked about this in the past. Usually, it's the Rockies you're asking. You're like, please just get us a training camp, right? right. Which they didn't do this year. Many years they don't, Um, but the Avs picked up the slack this year. Yeah, they certainly did. We appreciate them for that. All right, we got a little game here. We are going to talk a little bit more Avs-Broncos parallels in the second segment. But on top of Avs and Broncos, your true love... Is the Oklahoma Sooners, am I correct in uh, judging that based off of your Twitter feed? Well, I mean, you know, I look,
0: I, I grew up in Oklahoma. My dad played football for Oklahoma. My cousin played football for Oklahoma. It's in my and blood. You, you really
3: dropped the ball. And I'm yeah. Yeah, I know, Oklahoma. I know. I'm not the athletic
0: one in the family uh but uh you know i I went to games growing up so like yeah i I was sooner born sooner bred when i die i'm sooner dead right so i uh i still follow the team i covered him in college obviously got to you know cover you know baker mayfield kyler murray like some of those great teams uh lincoln riley who's now obviously at usc so yeah you know i i I keep up with it they're in the the college world series today the baseball team i think up 12 to 4 against a&m so i'm keeping an eye on that but uh But, yeah, I like Oklahoma. I love the state, too. It's just a good state. It gets a bad rap because it's Oklahoma, and there's not a whole lot to do there. I admit that. But it is a great state with great people.
2: Well, and in the third segment, we're gonna have uh, the great co- uh, college town draft, yep. and maybe an Oklahoma one will show up in there. Maybe I, 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 <laughs> like, I, I love I
0: love Norman. Uh, Stillwater is a cool uh, you know cool college town there for Oklahoma State, but don't be giving I, draft board I, yeah, right I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they'll be on on my Ooh, draft board.
3: Interesting, interesting tease. All right, so we usually like to pick like something that's a part of our guest's brand and build it into our first segment. So this. Segment, while not actually directly related to Oklahoma, (laughs) is called Sooner or Later. So we're going to ask you some Broncos questions, and you can define sooner or later however you see fit, but that's how you're going to answer, sooner or later. Zach, you want to take us through this?
2: And let's jump into our first one. Sooner or later, Jerry Judy will be a pro bowler.
0: Sooner. I think Jerry is on the verge of having a breakout year. And I thought that last year. And I still think if he doesn't get hurt in that opening game, that he was on pace to have a, a really good season. And, and that's with, you know, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke being quarterback. I think Russell Wilson's going to unlock a different level and potential uh, of Jerry. And, and I know he's had the, the off the field stuff uh, that went on this. But I, I'm not too concerned about that after everything that's come out. But what we've seen in training camp and Zach, you've been there, like or I guess mini camp and OTAs. But even going back to training camp last year, it's like this dude can be incredible, right? Like his route running is is next level, and so I just think that uh, with Russell Wilson, he's a guy that I think could have a huge year. So I'm going to say sooner. I think it happens in the next couple seasons.
2: I love that. And so my question was actually going to be a little further than that. If it doesn't happen this year, is is Jerry pretty much is the book written on him uh, If he's just never going to get there?
0: Uh, you know, maybe. Uh, th- the other part, too, of this that like I, I should have mentioned, there's so many great wide receivers and only so many are selected for mm. the Pro Bowl. So True. it's so hard to get picked. Uh, I know Cortland got it a few years ago. Um, but I do think if he doesn't get it this year, some people will wonder. But I mean, it's also like he could he could have like a thousand yard season and still miss yeah. the Pro Bowl right? And if he hasn't a thousand yard season and, let's say six touchdowns or something like that, that's a great season for yeah. Jerry, right? So uh, I don't think we should like have to define him by if he doesn't get a pro Bowl season, it's a disappointment because there are so many guys out there uh, that also just get nods because of, you know, their name, you know, quite honestly. So, uh, but I do think there'll be a lot more eyes on him this year, too, that that should help him with, with Russell Wilson.
3: It's so interesting with Jerry because, you know, I don't know if you saw this last night, but I tweeted out the comp between Andrew Wiggins and Valanchuskin. And I was like... These are two guys who were very high draft picks, had such high expectations, both got labeled busts and then end up going to like really stable organizations where they just say like, Hey, don't, you don't have to be the guy here. Just do what you do well and do it really well. And both of those guys are, you know, thriving and, and Wiggins has got a ring now and, and hopefully Nuke gets one soon. And I'm kind of seeing that for Jerry Judy. The only difference is he's not having to change organizations here. He's just changing quarterbacks. You know, when you look around at some of the other guys in his draft class, Ruggs, who was balling out before, obviously, all that stuff. Um, you know, uh, Ju- Justin Jefferson. Yep. Uh, C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Oklahoma. What, what do all of those guys <laughs> have in common? They were playing with real quarterbacks. Yep. You know, Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, even Kirk Cousins. We know he can rack up stats. So yep. <clears throat> that's the biggest difference for me between those guys and Jerry Judy to this point. Now, Jerry's got to dial it in, got to get his head on straight a little bit more, got to mature a bit, but I'm kind of seeing a little parallel there where it's like maybe the rest of the the NFL world is going to be shocked if Jerry Judy goes off this year. I think people in Denver won't be.
2: And that's why I think this year, I don't think it's Pro Bowl or bust. I I completely agree with you, George. But if we don't see Jerry Judy live up to that first-round pick this year, well, he has that stability now. He has that quarterback now, and if he doesn't live up to it now, then I, I think my expectations at least will be very tempered after this year. But it does not have to be Pro Bowl. In fact, to your point, Georgia, you, you mentioned Cortland Sutton's Pro Bowl year. I believe he was like the seventeenth leading receiver in the NFL that
3: year. It was, I mean, he was way down on the list for a Pro Bowler. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, you get. So many guys for each side, and then so many guys who don't go. The guys who are in the Super Bowl. So, and Jose in the comments has 26 players out of thousand receiving yards last Oof, year.
2: Oof, man!
3: Yeah. If Jerry Judy's a top 30 receiver in the NFL this year, I think that's a that's a good thing. Like it shows you he definitely ramped up. Well, there's just so up.
0: many. Well, and there's just so many. Like in today's game, you see all these wide receivers. Like wasn't there like a record? Breaking number of wide receivers taken in this year's draft. Like, yep. there, it's pretty, I mean, it's so stacked at that position that, like, if Jerry has like a bad season, he is rep- replaceable. You can go yes. find a good wide receiver in every single draft. So, I think that that's part of it. Like, like like you said, Ryan, Like if he's a top 30 wide receiver, that's a really good year like because there's just so many good wide
3: receivers in the league. And you expect both Tim and Cortland to probably be in yep. the top 30 as well.
2: Yep, exactly. And Russ should be able to, to provide them all the ball <laughs> enough. All right, let's get to the next
0: one. Sooner
2: or later, George, Broncos beat the Chiefs. <laughs> it's been 13 times since they've won.
0: Sooner. I think they do it this mm. year. I mm. think this is the year. Uh, i thought last year was the year i thought they were going to win one of those games uh but th- but they didn't um you know they, they were close Could i have, guess yeah. was it the which one was it that they had the big fumble return was that the one here in Denver that Kansas City had the big fumble return. Yep. Uh that was a close game. I, I think they get it done this year. I do. I think that when you look at the way the schedule lines up, I think they get them on is it Sunday night football here in Denver yep. and that's the um, first matchup. I I think that's the one they win. I I do. I mm-hmm. I think when you look at what the Chiefs have, have lost this year, I know they're still going to be a really good football team, but I do think losing Tyreek Hill is going to hurt that football team. Uh and then you look at what the Broncos have added. I think that it, it's going to line up in a in a way that I think they can win that football game.
2: I, I, think, I think you nailed every single point. And the, uh, the only thing I want to emphasize, because I think it, it was spot on, was that the Broncos have actually been close with the Chiefs a couple games in the past few years. Now, the Chiefs have also blown them out a couple of times. But the Broncos have been close with Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, Vic Fangio. Those guys, they took a massive step at the most important position in sports. Them being that close with them, the huge jump they took at quarterback— it really should happen this
3: year one thing I hope that uh Ijiro Ivaro takes from those matchups, I-, I hope he goes back and looks at those and says hey what did Vic Fangio do so well in these because Vic had some really good performances against the Chiefs in terms of defensive play calling and and the the personnel that Ivero is going to be working with is pretty similar so I hope that he goes back and says hey what can we take from this because we know he- that Ivaro wants to be more aggressive well We've seen that that's not always the best thing to do against Pat Mahomes. Now, you know, uh, the Bengals also did the number one thing that you weren't supposed to do against Mahomes and beat him with it. So, you know, you can catch him off guard, I guess, but I do hope they go back and look at that because a lot of times Vic did enough on his side of the ball uh, to give the Broncos a chance. Now you have a quarterback. That should change it all. All right, sooner or later,
0: the Broncos
2: win the AFC West.
0: I'm going to have to go later. And I don't think it's a like, look, you want to win the division, right? But you, you're playing in the toughest division in not – I don't even think just the NFL, maybe in all of professional sports. Like it's, mm, it's that I like difficult. That. And like when you look at what the Chargers have – Uh, Obviously, the Chiefs we just talked about, I think they're going to be really good. The Chargers, I think, are a playoff team. The Raiders, they made the playoffs last year, and they just added Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones. Like, they're going to, like, as much as Broncos fans don't want to hear it, the Raiders are going to be good. Like, they're going to be, like, uh, probably a playoff team again. So uh, I just think it's going to be really hard to win it. Now, I saw a lot of people, like a lot of national media, are picking them to finish, I think, fourth. Uh, I don't see that happening. I think they're finishing second or third. Uh, but again, it's going to be so tough, right? Like you could win. You could go 11 and six next year and finish third in the yeah. division. Yeah. And so uh, I just don't see them winning it just yet. But I mean, I, I guess it depends on your definition of sooner or later, right? Like yeah. I don't think they're going to win it next year, but like in two or three or four years, then yeah, I, I do think so. Cause they're going to be able to add some pieces. Russell's going to settle in Hackett's offense is going to be known. I think you're going to see some struggles early in the year from this team in terms of the offense and then they'll find their groove. But uh, I, I just think that next year definitely not i don't think so
2: okay broncos are going to be second or third in the division who's first who's winning this division as
0: much as i just i just picked the broncos to beat the chiefs i'm i'm going to roll with the chiefs until they don't win the division right like it's that's my fair. theory is it's like fair. until they don't win the afc west i'm just going to keep picking them because it looked like right last year they were like they were they were really struggling early in the year they were just like oh the division's wide open somebody else can win and what do they do they go on and they they win it and and obviously you know have the run uh did they get to the afc championship game last year was that it i can't remember yeah uh, i lost to the Bengals. Yep. so i mean look they're still going to be really good they have patrick mahomes who's in my opinion the best quarterback in the world uh like they're going to be
3: tough to beat i it, the predicting the afc west is just so crazy it's such yeah. a fool's errand i mean legitimately every single combination is possible the chiefs could be first they could also be last yeah and like the pressure to me is on them uh compared to all the other teams you know all these other teams are the challengers most of the pressure is on the Chiefs. They have this window that they created with Patrick Mahomes where everyone thought, oh, they, they could have a dynasty. And now it's already started. The pieces are already starting to fall off. And they have, they, they've got one, you know. So they have a lot of pressure on them, but every single – Every single combination is possible in well, the AFC
2: West. And I think uh, the trading Tyreek Hill away from the Chiefs, that was the boldest move made inside this division. I don't think the Raiders trading for Devonta Adams was bold. I don't think the Broncos trading for Russell Wilson was bold at all. I mean, getting a Hall of Fame quarterback, that's some bold. Trading away the most dangerous player in the NFL, in my opinion. Emphasis on dangerous. That's bold. Yeah, seriously.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I just – look, the Chiefs are going to be good. They're going to make the playoffs – uh, but it is going to be interesting to see how they adjust to not having him because think back to that game against Buffalo, that playoff game. Yeah. Tyreek Hill single-handedly, like, won them that football game multiple times. Yeah. Like, and, and what do you do when you don't have that guy? And I know they've gone out and got a couple pieces that they think can maybe fill that role, but there's no, like, replacing nope. a player like Tyreek Hill.
2: Nope. Yeah. 100%. 100%. All right. Sooner or later? Is
3: that what it? No. Oh. was. <laughs> 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 Broncos win what? The Broncos win the Super Bowl?
2: (laughs) Oh, The Broncos win a game, I guess.
0: (laughs) Sooner. Sooner. I take sooner.
3: (laughs) I'm going to say it's Broncos win the Super Bowl. Yes, that's what it was. Again, and let's call this like soon is in the next three years. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say look,
0: do I think the Broncos will be a Super Bowl contender in the next three years? Yes, but the, the reality of winning a Super Bowl is so difficult. I mean, we saw it this last year, the run that the Bengals went on. That can happen to anybody. I mean, the Broncos could go on a run next year and and play in a Super Bowl, right? I'm going to say later, just because the odds of them winning a Super Bowl in the next three years, any team, is, is just low. Uh, but I do think that they're going to have it. Like, it's the same question as the AFC West, right? It's like... If the if the Broncos win the AFC West next year, no one would be surprised, mm-hmm, right? No. If the Broncos go and win the Super Bowl in the next three years, no one would be surprised when you look at the talent on that roster. But I'm just gonna err on the side of caution and say later, so like you know, freezing cold takes doesn't come after me uh, <laughs> when I say the Broncos are gonna win the Super Bowl next year. But uh, but yeah, I'll say later. But again, when you have Russell Wilson, you have a player like that. You're gonna be a Super Bowl contender as long as he's here.
3: There yeah. we go. I-, I like it. What do you think the odds would be at DraftKings if you got? Broncos to win the Super Bowl in the next 3 years. What are they to win it next year?
2: They are uh, plus 900 or something. I think so, right around. I there.
0: like this odds.
3: <laughs> so you get you, so you're getting 3 chances at it. It's going to be like around plus 300 plus 250. Yep, yep probably. That's a, that would be an interesting bet. It really would be.
2: And that's it's a parlay of 3 seasons. Or no, it's a a teaser of 3 seasons, I guess.
3: Yeah, we call them or bets on on the bet show mm. like you get you know, you get multiple chances at right it. right right that's that'd be interesting all right we have three
2: different ones three player ones coming your way now sooner or later russell wilson is the mvp or i mean we could even just start with russell wilson gets an mvp vote for the first time in his career
0: he's never had an mvp b- vote never no. had a single Well, then i'm gonna say MVP later that he, not, that he wins <laughs> the, the mvp but that's crazy to me i did not i did not actually know that, that yeah. i feel dumb for not knowing that but uh I'll say later because look like the Super Bowl it's incredibly hard to win the MVP especially when you have someone like Aaron Rodgers who just they just keep giving it to him um and I'm sure they'll try to give it to him again next year and it's just it's again it's just a really difficult award to win so um I would say later and also I mean again you have Patrick Mahomes is how old is he like 20 something years old he's gonna be a favorite to win it every single year Um, you've got a lot of young, you know, quarterbacks. Herbert, I think is going to be in that conversation. Um, Adams. Like, I I mean, it's hard for not a quarterback to win it anymore, but I I just think that there's so many other guys that will probably get that nod, even though I will say maybe his best shot is to win it this next year because Mm, there's going to be so many eyes on him. Yeah. The narrative. I mean, it, I think that he has a good chance next year, but again, I'll say later,
3: what changed for Aaron Rodgers right before he started winning MVPs? Nathaniel Hackett showed yeah, up. So yeah. he's at least – we know Nathaniel Hackett's going to let Russ cook.
2: Yes, he absolutely is. And I love that. And two, two quick things. Russell Wilson has the seventh best odds over at DraftKings to be the MVP, plus 1,400. The Broncos, plus 1,600 to win the Super mm. Bowl this year. So, so even better odds. So maybe
3: like plus 400 yep, or plus 500 yep, to get one in the next yeah, two Yeah,
2: cut it in half twice. Yeah, I like that. All right, next one. Sooner or later – The Broncos, Bradley Chubb gets a new contract.
0: I think sooner. I think all Mm -hmm. indications are that they really want to sign him, barring a just disaster of a year or a major injury, which either of those are are possible, right? Like we've seen Bradley deal with, you know, injuries before and and obviously didn't have a super productive season when he did play last year. Uh, But I do think the Broncos, like – they're, they're, they're trying to find a reason not to sign him, right? Like, they they want to keep him. They they need pass rushers. George Payton has talked about how important that position is. So unless Bradley gets, you know, another really bad injury and, and can't play, or he goes out and he's just not very good, which I just don't believe. Like, if he's healthy, he's one of the best edge rushers in the league. Uh, so I think it's going to happen. I think it, it's something they try to get done, you know, maybe even during the season, if he shows some good signs early in the year.
2: Okay, so 10 weeks into the season, George, Bradley Chubb has eight sacks. He's looking like he's on fire and his agent says, five years, $100 million, <laughs> $70 million guaranteed. George, this is your one, George and George Payton. This is our only offer we're going to negotiate.
0: That's tough. That's a lot of money, man. And that's a long, that's a long time too. Mm-hmm. Um
2: They'll present it as twenty mil. That's a discount. You said week t- week
0: ten, eight sacks. Yep, almost a sack a game. He's looking great. I'd almost you'd almost have to take it because, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, the the problem is 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 edge rushers. The price that they're going for these days, you're gonna have to pay up. Like yep. if they if they pass on, you know, keeping Bradley, they're gonna have to go out and get somebody, right? Because like as much as I believe Nick Benito is gonna be a good player, of course you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like but he's I mean he's not you know he's not going to be. Uh, I I don't think he's going to be a superstar, right? And you need a superstar. And and Randy Gregory, I think, is a good player, and I like that signing. But he's also dealt with injuries. So, like, if you're not going to keep a guy like Bradley and he's having that type of year, uh, you've got to say, well, well, what else are your options out there? And you're going to have to pay somebody a lot of money. So I'd almost say you you almost have to take it.
3: My question would be how many sacks does Nick Benito have? Does he have four? Because even if he has four, then I think the Broncos could talk themselves into – Let's just pass the torch on.
2: Mm, I uh, And if, if those two things happen, Randy Gregory's sack number is probably pretty low. And then they're saying, okay, well, now Randy's not our future. Chubb's our future with Benito. The Broncos have a very interesting problem, one that could be a great problem by having too many good pass rushers, or one that could be uh, going into next year Bradley got injured. A touch on wood. uh Randy Gregory still hasn't had a double-digit sack season, and, and Nick benito still needs time. I mean, there that position is uh, the the floor is pretty low and the ceiling is super high.
0: When what does Baron Browning look like? Right. True. I mean, that's that's the wild card in all of this, you know.
3: And and there are some crazy praise for Baron Browning, the edge rusher, coming out of that building right now. Yeah. Um, in front of the cameras and behind the cameras, just in terms of. He's getting compared to Von Miller and like all sorts. Yeah. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait yeah, a second. Like, yeah. You're yeah. Like, Wait, I thought he was an
2: inside linebacker.
3: <laughs> I know. But it also goes to just take Ohio State front seven players, just keep stacking them. Pretty good. Draymond Jones looks good. All Draymond, right. And let's yeah. get
2: to our last one right now. Sooner or later, Pat Sertan, Defensive Player of the Year.
0: That's such a hard award to win. really uh, is, especially at corner. Like it, you have to have the type of year like Diggs had for the Cowboys. Wait, did he win it last year? Nope. nope. So he didn't even win it. Yeah, and he the he last had,
3: DB was I think Stephon Gilmore in eighteen yeah. or nineteen. Yeah. That so was the one, right. One in the last like
0: twenty years. Yeah. I mean it, it's. I I'm gonna to have to go later because it's it's almost always given to an edge guy, right? I think yeah. it was T J Watt that won it last year, yep, right? He and was and Diggs had one of the greatest years that a corner's ever had in terms of, you know, interceptions, interceptions. And, and, and those sorts of things. So um as good as I, I think he is and he probably is worthy of that award at some point in his career, and I think he's a guy that's gonna make a pro bowl, you know, all pro, all those sorts of things. Um, it's just gonna be really hard for a corner to ever win that award. And I to this day I think other than maybe quarterback, it's maybe the most difficult position to play because it's so hard to cover these guys these days and the routes and everything that goes into it. Um, I think he's a great player, but I just, that's such a hard award to win.
2: Well, it's very fair. And we have someone in the comment section saying, Jason says, Did Champ Bailey ever get Defensive Player of the Year? And even the year where he had double digit interceptions and was just a monster, so many pick sixes, no, he did not get it. Has a Bronco
3: ever won Defensive Player of the Year?
2: Von Miller has not. Didn't get one. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know how that long water it goes never back. Did, did he never did. Yeah, no. no, I don't think
3: so. Wow. Maybe like mech. That's
2: fascinating. Randy Gratichar. Right, right, I I have no idea. Way back in the day. Uh, And we're about to get into some hockey talk, but if you want to win $100 in free bets over at DraftKings Sportsbook, place a $5 Moneyline bet on either the Avs or the Lightning. Just place the bet on the Avs. Tomorrow night's game, you get $100 in your account over at DraftKings Sportsbook in free bets. And, man, you can use that the rest of the series. DraftKings was very kind to me last night with the Warriors winning. Some people are calling it blood money, but... (laughs) Hey, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was. I thought you it might as well be playing on the live. I, tour, uh, <laughs> bro. I
0: got him at plus nine hundred uh, before okay, the playoffs. Like I I bet on them Damn. plus nine hundred to win it off Man, so. I got
2: him at, at plus four fifty, and I thought oh, that really? was a steal. That's, that is that's a good no, steal. Plus nine hundred.
3: Well, and I had the, the, the parlay I gave yep, out on this yep. show. I said AVS in six or less against the last uh, series. Yeah, against the Oilers. Oilers. And Warriors in six or less against the uh, <laughs> against the Celtics. So that hit at like plus 400.
2: Hell nice. yeah. There we go. We're all winning money over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And so when you sign up, make sure to use that code DNVR. And of course, you must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call
3: 1-800-522-4700. I also had like a plus 1,200 SGP hit last night. So. Nice. nice. Thank you to the Warriors. I'll take the blood money all day. I, I, <laughs> I smashed
2: the Warriors early when they were down and they were plus 295. Damn. I'm like, you got to be kidding me warriors are coming
3: back love it uh the only way to celebrate a big betting win like that is with some breck brews um uh, and it is a breck brew friday today it is what like 95 degrees oh out, my so. gosh
2: i think it could hit 100 could hit 100 it's, it's oklahoma heat out i there.
3: know man it's brutal <laughs> only way to uh quench your thirst properly is with a strawberry sky today like you know you might want a gatorade mix in a water but strawberry sky on a day mm-hmm. like today hits so different uh so check out our friends over at breckenridge brewery um, especially if you're coming down here for the Avs game tomorrow night, which should be electric, uh, come get some Breck brews here, or you know, just have them at your house. Use the Breck brew locator to find out where the nearest ones are to you.
2: And George, we got to get you to the bar, but we can't get you to the bar during one of these Avs games because you are grinding.
3: I'm busy at man. that
2: stadium. You said you're you're going out to Tampa too, right?
3: I am.
0: I I, I also wanted to say, the atmosphere at Ball Arena is right up there as like one of the best I've ever been a part of in sports. Like I've been to the rose bowl when o- OU played uh georgia mm-hmm. in 2017 which i don't know if you remember that game but it was like it was a wild crazy, game like yeah. triple overtime or something and it's it's up there with with those type of atmospheres and it was just incredible electric and i'm, I'm sure it'll be great in tampa too i mean they've been there the last few years so uh it, it's it's been great man. i was it's looking
3: awesome. though you could probably for the price of one ticket to game two get a flight to tampa and a ticket (laughs) to game three is game two more expensive than game one because it's a saturday slightly more yeah Mm. well i mean the original prices that you know caught everyone's eyes was that you know the the people buy those tickets they put them on the secondary market and they put them at crazy prices because they're just like well i'll just lower it as time goes right so right now it's about like 700 to get in the door but it's like 350 to get in in tampa wow you could get a flight down there Yep. Now, you, you have a long travel day, though, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I leave uh, early Sunday morning, like 6 a.m., uh, which is going to be brutal. But Like um, 10 hours after the game ends. Yes. And But then, I, you know, they don't get to be on the beach the rest of the day. So that's no, it's it's that's bad. what I'm looking it's forward not to. Bad. So. Um.
3: By the way, do you have a lot of space up there to stretch out? Because I feel like they did not fill that media area.
0: No. I mean, well, and <laughs> they, they – so it was interesting because they have all those auxiliary seats up there. Yeah. And, like – half of them were not even like no one was sitting in them. So I was like, Brutal. what are we, what are we doing? And huh. I, I wonder if it was because there was a lot of people, obviously that are like uh TV people and they have like cameras and stuff. And so I think they gave them seats, even though they were like mm. down by the ice doing video. And so I think that's what might've happened. But it was odd. Cause like when I first saw, it, I was like, Oh my gosh, we're going to be squeezed, you know, in up there, but it was pretty wide open.
3: I, I mean, know I, I was looking up there being like, man, there are, so many people out there in that yeah. field at metro that would kill to be in one of those seats right yeah now.
2: well and you also have to think the cronkies were like w- w- look at all this money that's wasted yeah. now
3: yeah for sure i don't think
2: people care about the cronkies money though so. <laughs> they, we really don't i just
3: want I, I was thinking like maybe they need to take one of those sections out there's yeah. clearly enough room
0: yeah wonder
2: if they'll do that tomorrow
0: i don't know we'll see i could get my credential pulled i'm gonna wake up and I'm like yeah <laughs> Ryan said you don't need to be <laughs> <laughs> so He said you can go to the bar and watch it yeah. from there. We'll bring
3: you in for interviews after.
2: Well, we're talking about the Avs already. And uh, since you're the Avs expert now. I wouldn't wanted, say that. <laughs> we, we, we wanted to talk about what can the Broncos learn from the Avs? Maybe this season, but also beyond this season as
0: well. You know, I think that the biggest thing that you see with the Avalanche is that this has taken time, obviously, when you look at uh, the way that Joe Sakic has, has built this team, uh, and bringing in guys even this year that are veterans that maybe not the best players in the world, but have done, you know, a really good job of contributing on this team. And so I think everyone on the Avalanche knows their role, right? Like when you look at that top line of McKinnon, Landeskog, Natuchkin, you know, Miko Rantanen's on that second line. All those guys are obviously superstars and they're going to score their goals and they're going to make big plays. But when you look at the bottom six, right, Darren Helm, Logan O'Connor, Andrew Cogliano, like those guys have come in and they know their role and they're scrappy players and they get in and and maybe they're not on the ice as much as those guys. Uh, but they know their role and they, they don't over contribute, if that makes sense. Like they yeah. don't try to be the heroes. Right. And and they keep finding themselves in this position where they're scoring the game winners. Right. Like you look yeah. at Darren Helm in, in the Blue Series or, yeah. you know, Cogliano's has scored Lucky. a few goals. You know, Lekkonen has been amazing. And so I think if you're if you're the Broncos or, or really, I mean, any team is like. Know your role on the team and, and don't try to be a superstar if you're not that guy. I mean, I know that's like a harsh reality, but know your role. And if everybody knows their role, I think that you see that all the time on championship winning teams is every everybody from the number one player to number 53 on the roster knows their role on the team. Uh, and I think Jared Bednar, you know, deserves a ton of credit for that, too. I know that he's, you know, kind of, you know, been criticized, you know, previous years because they've fallen short in the second rounds. But he's, you know, stayed the course. Uh, he's he's believed in his guys and he's believed in his system. And I think that that's something Hackett can can come in and, and kind of realize. I mean, it wasn't was Bednar's first year, the year that they were so 48, big, points. 48 yep. points and he stayed the course. And I'm not saying yep. the Broncos are mm-hmm. going to be that bad next year. But I'm sure there's going to be some bumps in the road. And if Hackett really believes in a system, he needs to stick to it and and stick to those beliefs. So... That, to me, is what you take away from a championship-winning team like the Avalanche is, you know, everybody know their role and stick to you to what you believe in as a coach and in and, and, and your system, in your organization.
2: And, and I think it's such a great point. Uh, my biggest takeaway is just one part of what you said, and it's something that people probably don't want to hear, but it's that this could take a couple of years <laughs> in order for it to play out. Now, it's not going to be the 48-point season, where it, which is equivalent to, like, a two-win season in the NFL. We know it's not going to be that. Exactly. But you look at all the talent that the Avs have. But it didn't just happen like it's kind of happening with the Broncos now, where Russell Wilson comes in. They didn't just land Nathan McKinnon and then everything started clicking. Now, it's going to happen a lot quicker with the Broncos. But we also have this conversation where we say, well, look at the past two Super Bowl winners. It was teams with first year quarterbacks. The Broncos can hit the ground running. They certainly can. And I think they're going to be a double digit win season. And they could certainly win the Super Bowl. That's why DraftKings has them in the top 10 of Super Bowl odds. But also, it's not a disappointment if it's a build where this year it's make the playoffs, next year it's win a playoff game, and then the following year it's get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. And just with the way the NFL has been the last couple of years, I think there's going to be a little added pressure, especially when the Broncos get to the playoffs this year. People are then going to change their their mindset and say, this is Super Bowl or bust. When no 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 no. It can be a process and that's okay.
3: For me, it's the importance of continuity. You look at how long bettner has been there and how long Sakic has been there. And they, from year one, committed to creating a certain type of team. It's obvious to us to look that a a lot of it is speed. Like, you know, there's like, we want to be the fastest team in the NHL. But when you have a system for this long, it's so easy to look at guys around the league and being like, oh, well, that guy fits what we do. You know, Nachushkin is a perfect example of a guy that they're like, okay, well, he was the number 10 overall pick, but we don't need him to be that. We just need him to, be, you know, be fast to the puck, go play on the four check, be tough, and, you know, go chase after pucks in front of the net. And because you've been taking this long to build this system, now it's just like you do it with your eyes closed. Even the, the Nuggets are a decent example of this as well. Like, you know they they committed to a certain way of playing, and now like you see, Tim Connolly was hitting on all these late first round picks is because it's just like, well, yeah, we know that guy can do what we need him to do. We're not going to ask him to do much more than that. So to me, that is something that the Broncos are going to have. It's going to take a while before you can possibly have it. But we talk about this a lot, Zach, in football. When you're constantly changing offensive coordinators, yeah. you're constantly undermining things you did. Previously, you know, you draft Dalton Reisner to play in this current scheme that they're about to play in. Then you switch it. Then he has two down years, and you're like, what happened to this guy? It's like, well, you changed the offense from he was a fit for it to he was not a fit for it. So, got to have this system continuity. You have to commit to Nathaniel Hackett, commit to George Payton, and say, hey, we're here to let you guys build this thing the way you want it. Well,
2: and that's why it was so huge that they went offense this time because they can't have their offensive coordinator get hired away and be, they, they could with just not, but the real offensive coordinator is Nathaniel Hackett yep. and he's not going anywhere. And George, you, you mentioned the superstars. How many superstars do the Broncos have?
0: Well, Russell, uh, I would say Justin Simmons is a superstar. Okay. Um,
3: Pat Sertan on Sertan. the edge of superstardom. Yeah. I, I mean, would
2: even feel comfortable projecting that he's a superstar this year.
0: Jerry Judy is not one yet, but could I think be. will be. So are we kind of on two, two. Three, three superstars now? And then, like who, who, that.
2: How many could be?
0: Javante, I nope. think, could be a superstar. Yeah, um, Cortland. Cortland. Um, that's probably it. Bradley. Bradley Chubb yeah. could be a superstar. Yeah. Yep. Um,
3: Draymond
0: Draymond's in I mean like he he would have to have a huge year yep. but I mean he
2: yeah to he, me he'd probably be in that third tier yeah of could be but could not be. like right. uh actually uh, could happen
0: yep here's one that's I I think he has the potential and he's he's shown it a couple times is Garrett Bowles like he could end up being like I he's been up and down in his career obviously probably even more downs than up especially early in his career but like if he can end up being one of the top left tackles in the league then i think that's a superstar like you look at trent williams in, in yes. san francisco he's a superstar yeah. um so if garrett can get to that level i don't know if he can but uh he could i mean i he, i would throw him maybe in that third or fourth tier
3: yeah there's probably like 10 offensive linemen that the average nfl player or average nfl fan can right, t- right, say by right, name so right. if you're one of those top ta like that you're definitely a superstar yeah
2: yeah exactly quentin nelson Right, superstar. Yeah. He was a superstar before he's even drafted. Yeah, <laughs> Quinn Miners,
0: the belly. He's a superstar mm. with the belly in our
3: hearts, at least. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> he's in that. He's in he that. Uh, he's in that third tier. Yeah. With, with uh, well, look, with, if he has with, a great year Drayvon and he, he does, Jones,
0: you know, he had mind. so many highlights. Yes. You know, you know, highlight play. Like if he can do that, you know, constantly, then maybe he could be a superstar. I don't know.
3: I saw someone uh, the other day projecting. Uh, like a fantasy guy saying that he would take Javante Williams as the number one overall running back. Who
2: man! If you're talking, <laughs> I was gonna say if you're talking dynasty, maybe, but not, not even. I know because for fantasy, it's all about numbers, and it's gonna be a split backfield. And how's what's the backfield gonna look like, George?
0: That's the that's the question. Like if you're gonna take Javante number one in fantasy, then you better hope that they're not going to split carries like they did last year with Melvin, right? They're totally going to. They're they're, they're definitely going to. And like the other thing too, I don't know if they're going to do this again this year, but like they liked giving Melvin the ball in like goal to go go situations. So like he's going to be the one scoring touchdowns maybe too. So it's like, while I think Javante is fantastic, uh, I don't know if he's, you know uh, the number one pick in fantasy. And I do think he'll be the starter.
3: Melvin's been mm. legitimately one of the best red zone running backs since he entered the league, so yeah. he's gonna get opportunities down there.
2: And just what's so crazy, I, I agree with you, George. I think Javante will be the starter, but Melvin's been in legit backfield competitions the past four years against Austin Eckler, Philip Lindsay, Javante Williams, and he has come out on, on top every single time in terms of starts, in terms of carries, although he was tied with Javante last year, in terms of yards, in terms of everything. Melvin just knows a way to get on it's the consistent.
3: field. consistent. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this a lot, but it's like, Javante would have forty yard runs where he broke six tackles and then he'd run into the back of an offensive lineman on the next play where it's like Melvin's just like four yards, four yards, four yards, four yards. Yep, yep.
2: And He's coaches a good love consistency. Yep. They love it. And something we love is our friends over at Green Mountain Dental, where if you schedule a cleaning x ray and exam, you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush. George, I know you're new in town. If you need a dentist, I do need green, a dentist. Green actually. Mountain there Dental. There you go. Schedule a cleaning x ray. I wasn't saying it because because your teeth your, yeah, teeth, yeah. your teeth look great. Uh <laughs> wasn't a shot there uh, but if you schedule a cleaning x-ray exam you'll get a free sonic Air toothbrush so check them out they're part of our family they've been with us for a long time and you guys know supporting partners is supporting us
3: there you go they probably read your your abs and bronco stuff over at green mountain Dental. <laughs> yeah big, big denver sports fans all right um what uh, real quick, I just what was your point on how many superstars do the Broncos have versus how many point that uh how many they have No,
2: no, no. it wasn't a point against how many the Avs have. Uh but if you if you look at the Avs and compare it with the Broncos, the Avs have uh, I mean, if you talk about super
3: superstars, I would say they have two of the five best players in hockey. In that,
2: yeah. that's why I'm saying super superstars, two of them. Broncos they could have two of them
3: in uh Someone today was saying the Broncos might not even have a single player who's top five at their position in the league. Well, in you could, you could Russ make that would be argument. the one that you would have to argue for. I think, and Justin, I but I think, think Justin
0: is a top five safety. Yeah. I, I, I thought he was robbed last year of an All Pro. Yeah,
2: I think if you're talking top five, I think Pat Sertan, yeah, would. Pr- although so I agree, three I
3: th- players that you can make the argument for. Yes,
2: I- exactly. I think quarterback, though, it's just. The toughest, it because not because Russ, it's just because of how the many talent. good quarterbacks there are. No, like like when we look at this list, and uh, DraftKings has Josh Allen number one for MVP odds, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, and then Russell Wilson. You could make an argument. Russ could for, easily
3: slide in there.
2: Yeah, but but then he could also probably. I uh, actually don't think he could slide back much. But Chris Sims, he put out his top quarterback rankings this week. Guess where he had Tom Brady?
3: Tom Brady. Uh-oh. Uh, it's got to be low based uh, on the way you said it. I'm going to say I eight, nine. Was, I
0: think he wasn't – Was it? I saw the list. I don't remember where, but it, I don't even know if it was top ten, was it? It was eight. He okay. was eight. Yeah, yeah, you like know where
2: like right right Russell Wilson was? Yeah.
3: He was like seven. S-
0: seven.
2: Yeah. One spot above wow. Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers, the back-to-back MVP who has shown no signs of slowdown. Number five. Interesting. I mean, he's pretty good with quarterbacks. He is really good with quarterbacks. But but so what What I say by that is saying he's outside of the top five is not saying he's like, that's not a bad thing.
3: No, no. It, it's It's, it's going to be really interesting to see how quarterbacks stack up this year. And as NFL fans, we're really lucky because I think the quarterback situation in the league is as good as it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: And it, it and it's fun and dynamic. Yeah, yeah.
0: wasn't like uh, Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater like thirty eight and forty? Probably. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if we say those names on this on this <laughs> yeah. podcast, uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure they were like, like second and, and last, you, <laughs> like second you, to last and last.
2: Or wait, who who's in uh, who's in Seattle with Drew? Why can't I? Gino, represent? Gino, was he in the top thirty-two? He was,
0: he was higher than Drew, but I don't think he was in the top thirty-two. He was like, he was like thirty-five maybe, and like Drew was like thirty-eight.
2: Man, I respect the hell out of what Seattle's doing. They're going full into to the tank. Now, I would have never traded Russell Wilson, but I respect that they didn't draft yeah. Malik Willis end of the second round when he was there. They just said, we're gonna be bad and we're gonna get a top pick. Well, next and the year. next,
0: the quarterback class next year is really good yeah. when you look at. I think it's Bryce Young and then. Uh, the kid out of Ohio State, Stroud, yeah, Stroud. I, he's yep. really good. So mm-hmm. any Oklahoma uh, guys? Well, I, I do. You count uh, Spencer Rattler, who's now at uh, South Carolina. Oh the, he was supposed to be the number yep. one overall this last year, and he, Caleb he's Williams. He's really good in our he Well, he's. I think he's got two more years, Caleb okay, Williams, because okay, so, okay. he was only a true freshman last year. Right. But, but he'll be really. He'll. I mean, he'll be a top pick. Yeah. I would. I would assume. yeah
2: or but, do we not speak his name
0: around? Well, name? no, no, okay. we do. Look, okay, I, 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 we look do. you know, okay. he's he's just a kid. He's you know making decisions. It was all good. Getting paid a lot of money. Yeah. Probably look, he also the he also had like one of the greatest performances in like OU football history against Texas yep. this last yeah. year. We came in like let him back from yep. like twenty eight down or whatever. Yeah. So you can't hate the kid, you know. Yeah. Lincoln though. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm a Buffs fan, so I hate Lincoln, Ryan.
3: <laughs>
2: I thought you were gonna say you hate Lincoln, Nebraska.
3: Oh, I do. Or
2: is that your number one pick in the Great College Town um, draft?
3: Wouldn't even make my top. <laughs> I was about to say I don't
0: know about that. <laughs>
2: right, something speaking of that you, you guys could I could be the handshake emoji in the middle of uh, you know Ryan George something they hate Lincoln, Nebraska. That is true. We <laughs> we, uh, we have that in common.
3: I have had a good time. I did have a good time there, and I was annoyed by how nice their fans were. Wow. The Same Nebraska fans? Yeah. Yeah, they
0: are nice. I wouldn't
2: have thought that.
3: I wouldn't have either. Well,
0: and- I think they're just more bitter about their own program than like they're not like mad at the other teams beating them. They're just like our program is horrible, and so it's just like at least right now. Uh, Obviously it was one of the greatest ever before that But like I think they're more bitter about that But like Mm. they're nice people It's Nebraska I mean it's it's just Nebraska (laughs) I literally
3: showed up Went to the first bar Like decked out in Buffs gear Definitely looking just you know To chirp around a little bit After a win no, this was before oh, the game. Before. This is on the Friday night before. Uh, I always make the mistake of drinking way too much the Friday night before <laughs> the game. And the first like, I get to the bar, and like three people are like, "Hey, welcome to town. Can we get you a drink?" I'm like, "This has got to be a joke. Like, you're, like, you're poison me or something." <laughs> right, and that right, was just right. like the entire weekend. Wow. Ryan exploring. doesn't come wow. back the next day. <laughs> no, yeah. right, right, right. Maybe I was poisoned. I right. thought I just drank too much.
2: <laughs> Shall we hop into yeah, the college town draft? The great college town draft. George, we do a snake draft. So one, then pick six, two or three, picks four. What position do you want to be?
0: I'll go any position because I think I have some some college Mm -hmm. towns on my list that you guys aren't uh, ready for. Well,
2: you know what? You'll pick any, then you'll go first. first,
0: I'm taking Fayetteville, Arkansas. Wow. That was was
2: not on my list. Number one overall.
0: Number one overall. Have you ever been to Fayetteville? No. So you're going to have to sell us here. One, it's one. Uh, If you don't know this, that is where the Waltons, I believe, reside, uh, the the new owners of the Broncos. So that was one reason. But also Fayetteville, Arkansas, I have never had a bad time there. There's a street there. I can't remember the name of it, but it's incredible. Baker Mayfield was arrested there one time (laughs) because he had a little bit too much to drink. Uh, It's a hell of a time. It's one incredible city. The the people there are great. Um, As you know, the Walmart money has made that city just beautiful mm, uh and so it, it's a it's a great party town the the students are great uh it's close to home for me so that's another reason but fayetteville arkansas is incredible i think it's one of the most underrated college towns in all of america
2: man speaking Love of that. i mean that that would have got plus plus one hundred thousand odds over a <laughs> DraftKings <laughs> sports book to be the first
3: pick that is impressive i like it he's staying true to his board yeah, exactly respect it yeah um all right well i'm gonna stay true to my board i've been to many many college towns uh around the country and none of them live up to boulder
2: yep i was hoping to be able to go ahead of you to be able to steal this from you but of course it was going to be your number one overall pick uh and i think a town that a lot of people associate real quick
3: i just got to say this i've yet to be to a college town that isn't dope Mm. and maybe it's because i grew up in a college town that I just have a soft spot for them. Like I love the rinky dink bars and like just little things that you can only see there. Like everything's named after the mascot or whatever. Like I just love every time I go to a college town, I'm like, this place is great. I bet these kids are having a blast.
2: And I'm the complete opposite. I, not that I've been to every college town that I hate. I just haven't been exposed to tons of college this towns. This is
3: Zach in every draft. He's like, <laughs> I have no experience <laughs> eating food. But.
2: <laughs> Growing up in Denver, going to the University of Denver. Uh, that's why DU is my first. No, oh, not my go- God. <laughs> I'm not going there. Uh, I'm, I'm going uh, a place that a lot of people say is like Boulder. And I've only heard good things. Ann Arbor.
0: Oh, oh, that's a good one. That's okay. a really good one. No, never been,
3: though. Oh, it's good it's, pick? it's fantastic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've been there. It's, I've it's been as pick. well. It I, was on my list. It, it's, it was good. It was good. One thing that I was surprised, I used to have a take that every college is a party school. Mm. Eh, Michigan left a little bit to be desired. Really? I feel like that's up there on the boards. Like, they were, we were out at the bars Friday night again before the game, in like, I felt like the Michigan fans were disgusted by the amount in which we were drinking. <laughs> like they were just like, cause we were just like taking shots and singing the fight song like every well, five it, minutes. It, and they were just like looking over at us with their, you know, down their nose. It is a good call, co- a good it college. So maybe, maybe
2: that's why too not, academically. Sound. Yeah. They're not degenerates like, like the rest of us. Fair. <laughs> um, okay, boy, I feel like there's kind of a big drop off in my mind, but we're only through three picks. Um, I'm going to go, uh, I'm gonna, st- uh I'm gonna stick with Michigan, but go to their wow. next door neighbor. I'm gonna go Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. so oh man, Michigan. that was, st- that, was <laughs> that was my next good. pick. That was my next. pick. it means it's a good one. Yeah, I actually have been there for 24 hours, and it was in the middle of the summer, and it was still rocking. It, it, it was a really cool it's, place.
0: The bars, the bar scene there is just incredible. Yeah, like it's that's a great college town.
2: Only thing is so cold all the time yeah yeah when I was there it was 76 degrees and this guy's like yeah we're almost approaching record temperatures (laughs) I'm like you gotta be kidding me oh my
3: god um speaking of weather I'm going to go to the good weather here and I will say I can confidently say uh speaking of party schools this is the only school I can say for sure parties harder than CU and it's ASU Tempe, I was yeah, on my list too. It was on yeah, my list. Yeah. It was on my list. Tempe's a good one. Always Weather's always weather. good. Yeah. Yep. Well,
2: except for the two months of the year that you're not at school. Right. So yeah, you're yeah, right. We
3: talked about this the other yeah. day. Like, it's it's great. Um, one of my best friends went there when I was in school. So like, I used to go. Um, I used to just their spring break would be one week before ah, my spring break perfect. so i would just ditch a week of classes yep. and go to their <laughs> spring break and then go to my spring break <laughs> and like theirs was insane i've told this i don't know if i've ever told this story on um this is when i knew they partied harder than C. do we need went, earmuffs for the kids out no, there? no i don't okay, think so. okay i went to a party you've heard of edward 40 hands right yes yes, yes. 140 on each hand duct tape you can't take them off until you're done well when i was there two g- two girls at this party did edward captain hands but each no. of them put one oh, hand no. duct tape onto a full handle no, of Captain. No. Oh <laughs> no. my gosh! And I was like, wow. oh, okay, they're built a little bit different. <laughs> oh here. my gosh! Yeah, I would say so. I think they survived
2: though, so that's a win. Is the other hand like Coke or something? Uh, like no, and like Coke? it was
3: really awkward for them Coke. to try and drink it. it was, <laughs> but it was it was a spectacle. Yeah, wow. I bet it was. All
0: right, All right, am I up here?
3: Yep. Back
0: to back. And you guys I, honestly those were my two next picks. Ooh. The both picks that you guys picked were, were my and, and, and the the first two were also ones I had on my board. Uh, you're I'm the, trying you're to be the college guy. I know, I'm trying to side and, and some of mine are gonna be way like you guys going to be like, Are you serious? Like I'm thinking like <laughs> Oxford, Mississippi, maybe. That's a good one. Mm. Um there's that's, one there's a school Miss, in Florida. Right? I'm thinking, yeah, Ole Miss. I think I'm gonna roll with Oxford. Mm-hmm. It is by far the best tailgating scene and i know that doesn't really i I don't know if that affects college town like your definition but like the tailgating scene is unquestionably the best i've ever seen like the the grove i think is what they call it is unbelievable so i'm gonna like i don't really care much for the state of mississippi like there's not a whole lot to Mm -hmm. do there but oxford is unbelievable and it's beautiful out there so I'm gonna go with Oxford. I, I'm gonna be very SEC heavy. I was gonna say you gotta a be shot. stoked yeah. about your move to SEC. Yeah, yeah. So, uh,
3: I, yeah, I would say that um, tailgating is one of like my top five passions in life. Um, so I've always wanted to go to Oxford because that's yeah. what everyone says. Yeah, yeah. You gotta get down to the SEC country. Yep, I really do. Are you back? Oh, it's, it's
0: my turn
2: you're again. You're up again. Um, another SEC school. You want me to name No, I won't or? go. I, w- I
0: I have a couple in my back pocket for mm. SEC. Uh, I'm gonna go Big 12, and again, this is another underrated oh, one. And I think we, we talked a little bit about it before. <laughs> Ames, oh, okay. Iowa. Mm. Ames, Iowa. So you think
3: Ames is the best in the Big 12?
0: I think it is. I've been Ames to every is a college town in Iowa. A- Yo, yeah, it is. Oh, here we yeah, go. I'll uh, say,
2: I'll, I'll say, because I don't know college towns. I looked at a lot of lists online. Ames was top five in nearly every. Ames single is one. Ames.
0: Look, it, here's the thing about Ames: the people are fantastic. The fan base is amazing. The bar scene is probably one of the best in the Big 12. Uh, And you can't really pick Austin. Like I was thinking is Austin really a college town? Like I I don't know if you guys ever been to Austin but it's a great city. Like I would love to go to school there but you can't really say it's a a college town. Right. So that would uh, probably be my pick number one. But like Ames is incredible. The people are great. Uh, the city is fantastic. It's a very small city. It's not too far from Des Moines. So if you want to go to Des Moines, it's not too bad of a don't drive. Don't go to Des Moines. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would I like I, Des Moines. W- Des Moines's okay, <laughs> but Ames is Ames is awesome. The bar scene's great. The people are awesome, uh, and and I, I I like Iowa State's vibe. Like I just like that school's vibe. And I've been to every single city in the Big Twelve, and I can confidently say Ames is is right up there.
3: We've got a lot. There's a weird um, crossover between Iowa fans and Broncos fans. I don't know why. I don't I don't notice a lot with Iowa State fans, but. I yep. feel like they're going to be upset over this. <laughs> Probably. But that's okay because
0: Iowa City, that's where Iowa is, right? Iowa City? Is yes. that right? Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. All right. There we
2: go. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. I mean, it's,
0: Big Ten has some great college towns. I wouldn't say Iowa City's up there is one of the best. Like Bloomington, Columbus, mm-hmm. Ann Arbor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like those are all great college towns. I wouldn't say Iowa City.
3: I I, I don't know. I I, I haven't been to either, so I can't say. I don't know. I've been to Des Moines, though, and I was like, this is nice. (laughs) Um, All right. I'm sticking true to my board here again. This is the, the, the college town with the best college bars I've been to. Just like every bar is like a true college bar. I don't even know necessarily how you define like what exactly makes a true college bar. But when you see one, you know it. And like they've got like 75 cent beers, just stuff like that lawrence kansas i think that's the best Mm. uh college town in the big 12. it's okay but i haven't been (laughs) it's okay
0: ames is better ames is better but i mean again lawrence was on my list like towards the end so i i don't hate the pick because the big 12 too like have you ever been to manhattan kansas where kansas state is it's terrible it's there's nothing (laughs) they have a cool like bar scene aggieville if you've ever been like that's the place to go but like everything else sucks lawrence there's some cool stuff
3: and it just like it has that college town feel as soon as you drive into town like everything has a jayhawk on it it's jayhawk liquors and jayhawk burgers and every that's how ames is that's how ames is it's very
0: similar
2: all right i'm up now and i've never been here but i've heard the town (laughs) is awesome i'm gonna go clemson have really? either of you ever been there? No, I have not. Clemson, South Carolina. Now, it probably helps that their campus is beautiful. Yeah. And But that's part of the town, so I, I'm going to go Clemson, South Carolina. I've heard it's an absolute nightmare to get to. You fly in somewhere, and it's like a five-hour drive. So that's why people haven't been there. It's a hidden gem. Just take my word on it. The internet tells me it's really cool. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, I'll take your word on it. You're back-to-back. Oh, back-to-back. Okay, I have to uh, – Hmm. I want to make sure I get this one, so I'm going to go Tuscaloosa here. I have been to Tuscaloosa, and it's way cool. The, the, the city that surrounds it, I mean, the, the, the bars just go right up to the stadium, and it's such a cool place. I mean, walking down and in the alleys, people just leave their Yeti coolers, and I'm like, this is like you know, hundreds of dollars, but people just leave them. They have their little stickers on them to, to identify that it's theirs. It was, it was so different than anything I've seen here in a, a
0: really cool town. Yeah, I mean, I've never been there. Now is Auburn? What city is Auburn in? Because is I think it? It's,
3: it is. Auburn. It's Auburn. Yeah. It,
0: it, yeah okay. I well, I so. didn't. I, I knew. I knew University of Alabama, and then I knew Auburn is like right there next to it. So you get two schools in one,
3: right? That is true. I'm sure you, if you're going to one, you can just pick whatever part, whatever is having the best party. No, <laughs> yes. <yeah>. Or, uh,
0: <laughs> when you have what, what's the what's the tree that Auburn does yeah, 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 uh, something tumor? something like that? Yeah. yeah.
2: And didn't someone poison it yes and yes they got, like, that's what's so great about college years football, years football right yes. i know this <laughs> is a
0: very like professional nfl you know type podcast but college it's, football it's, you can't it's, beat it's, poisoning it's your rival's tree
3: no <laughs> i mean i college football is my first love yeah truly I, I, because of all that stuff the pageantry and the rivalries and all that good stuff um i talked about weather weather's big for me when it comes to these places um so i'm gonna keep going with another place that has great weather i'm going and this is tough because it's not really a college town but the college part of this town is a college town san diego state
0: mm, yeah, yeah. Tough? you might get some pushback on that that's yeah. like that's like picking austin it's it like, is it, it's like it you is i not, think austin's, austin's a, a college town is, is it, it? I don't. I. I. I don't think it is. I think it's when its you own go there, city. like is burnt if, orange. If you're gonna pick Austin, you have to say specifically Sixth Street, like Sixth Street. I don't know if you've ever been to Austin, but that's like like the like one street that you have to go to. Then you could you could claim Sixth Street is a college town, but Austin itself is not. It's I mean it's it's a city. It's not a college town.
3: But when you go, like if you go to a game at San Diego State's campus, like you feel like you're in a college town. It's like bolt, like Boulder. You got to get up to the hill before it starts to feel. So, like does a that mean thing. you can
0: pick like SMU and Dallas or like? Right, but, right. But See, you're that's not. What but you not getting, it getting those. Like SM- Fort Worth and TCU. <laughs> but like you're a-
3: not getting that city. You're getting the the campus. Yeah. Mm, so this is a I campus get, I, draft I mean, now. <laughs> I, I don't know. One thing I'll say about this as well, San Diego. It's definitely not like a pro sports town.
2: That's true. P- that's for sure. I mean, multiple teams
0: have moved
3: out. Yeah. Of there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I it's, don't know. It's a I beach mean, town. look, you just—it's okay. You lost the draft. That's fine. Uh, me, me and Zach will will take. There this we one.
2: go. There, and I feel good with Fayetteville being your number one overall pick. So thank you for that.
0: I, you guys, I—I'm telling you, <laughs> I, a lot of people are going to back me on that one. A lot of people are going to back me on Fayetteville. All right, um, we'll throw
2: this out on Twitter and we'll see.
0: Yeah. So is it my turn? It's your turn. Backs, back picks. I guess you can go Austin. Well, I think I'm gonna. I well, no, I'm not. I. I that's cheating. Um, <laughs> that's like picking Los Angeles for USC, um, which, by the way, is not a good. I would not want to no. live in Los Angeles. I actually uh, thought
3: that's where you were going. I thought you were going to go USC. No, I don't. Those campuses kind of suck, in my opinion. Berkeley, that would be mm.
0: uh, maybe. Berkeley counts. Yeah, um, yeah I've yeah. never been there, but uh, I no. like Tallahassee. Well, uh, that's your secret Florida one. That's my Florida one. I, I'm thinking Tallahassee here. I've actually never been there, but I've heard it's a blast. Yeah, I have as well. Um, so I'm gonna go with Tallahassee uh, for Florida State. Okay, I love um, it. And I've got to, I've got to pick a second one. I feel like people. No, are gonna... you're done. You're done. Final oh, I'm done. Round. Yeah. Okay.
2: Are you? Are you? Oh no, never mind. Never mind. Yes, it's yes. One more. I'm sorry. I feel yes. like, I, like, I look,
0: I love Norman, Oklahoma. I I love it to death. But... And pe- and and it's probably not in in <laughs> the top. 30 probably in t- college, but people will crucify me if I do not pick them, smart. <laughs> so I'm gonna take Norman and I will say Norman is a, like, it's a great call. Co- like you said earlier, Ryan, there's really not a bad college town. And I think Norman is like in that range of like just above average, maybe uh, the bar scene's great. The location, you're 30 minutes from Oklahoma City, if that, so you can go to like, I guess a big city. Yeah. Uh, it's the biggest city in Oklahoma. So you can go do things down there. Uh, And so it's a really good and it's a good atmosphere. The campus is gorgeous. So I'm going to have to go with Norman, Oklahoma.
2: Boy, you did not sell your final pick. Very no, I know hard. I did you, not. You, know.
3: An above-average one. I appreciate that. There. My, my yeah, OU yeah.
0: friends are going to be like, "Really, dude? You're bashing Oklahoma that bad?" No, so.
3: they're just going to see the graphic and be like, "You took him in the last round." Right, right, yeah.
2: right. And then they're going to see Ryan Boulder, number one overall pick. You I know. just, I, well,
0: Boulder, but Boulder's an easy number one pick. I almost took it, but I was like, "I, I got to let Ryan have it." Oh, that's, that's, wow. his, that's his. That's wow. That's his place. But Boulder had to be get more cutthroat. Yeah, Boulder, Boulder, Boulder's like the Joe Burrow of the NFL draft, right? Like, it's the no-brainer pick, you know? It's, it's true. Even if you didn't go there, like, everybody loves Boulder.
2: That is true. You just keep saying this stuff, keeps putting a smile on Ryan's I'm face. I'm just telling you, though, know, you guys <laughs> you, you guys are giving
0: Fayetteville a hard time. No, we just no, – No, no, no,
2: no. It's, it's, it's I, a, it's a
3: fantastic college town. I mean, it's town. so under the radar, Kale can't even spell it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's Noah Fantville yes. uh, on the
3: yeah. <laughs> It's like Lafayette and then Ville. Well, that did not at all.
0: What? There's an T-T-E. e in there
3: somewhere. F A Y A T T E, I think. Oh my! I, I, honestly, goodness. I couldn't tell. Oh, you. I don't goodness. think there's two t's. I think there's only one t. No wait, Fay. That's definitely wrong. Oh no 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, that's the Dr Pepper commercial, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, Fanville. Oh yes it, yes, that's, yes yeah of course. yeah. That's I think doctor. the
3: I think the letter after the y is an e. This is. That looks right to me close enough. None of them no, no it doesn't right to me. Yes. You just get the
2: state of Arkansas. Just go with Arkansas.
3: There we go. Um man, I I've, I've been trying to only pick ones that I've been to here and I'm, re- I'm I also
0: tried that as well. I was like I, I don't want to pick somewhere that I've never really been. You guys but, are better than me. Yeah. Only pick places I haven't That's been. That's
3: cuz you don't have a college football team that you should. follow follow around the country. It's true.
0: Um, I will say I mean as we're as I'm waiting here there are other ones on my list. Knoxville I think is fantastic in Tennessee. Keep uh, giving them. I, I I need some more ideas. Gainesville, Florida. I've never been to. I've heard decent things. Mm, big stadium. I'm, I'm, th- I'm thinking SEC here. Yeah. Um, Where South Carolina?
3: I that don't know is what's... Um, Columbia.
0: Columbia. Yeah. I've never been there. What do you
2: think of College Station?
0: Well, Texas a and is a cult, no. so I uh, okay. can't support them yeah as college a
3: station i've been there i've heard
0: it's kind of weird it's it's weird it's yeah. weird okay it good to know. it's a weird vibe town, which, okay which yeah, doesn't yeah fit that doesn't fit you can't walk on the grass there on campus it's like a big wow yeah, i'm pretty sure okay. you're not allowed to walk on
2: interesting there, interesting that's yeah. like in my courtyard right now <laughs> too many dogs peed on the grass so now no one can walk on the grass um okay what about uh, chapel hill
0: Oh, that's one. I missed that one. That would have been a good one. That would have been a good one.
3: I don't know anything about it. Good. I feel I've really heard kill. it's beautiful. You'd Bad. be lying to yourself. I've heard yourself. it's beautiful. <coughs> no, I no, mean, no, 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 no. I said that, Kale. I said he, he that. You can Hold have it. Up, I'm like, going to stay woof. in the Pac-12 here, go to a place that a lot of my friends went, had nothing but good things to say about it. Haven't been, so I don't know, but I'm taking, I'll take a chance on my buddies here and go with Eugene.
2: I'm shocked you haven't been there. Yeah. I've
1: never been to the Pacific a...
3: Northwest at all. Wow. Eugene's
2: beautiful. Mm-hmm. Super green yeah and that's why i'm gonna go with chapel hill i know the campus is beautiful don't know much about the city but
0: well and the vibe there like the, the students like love their sports there and so like yeah. i mean yeah. it's a basketball city and like i mean it's it's a cool place and
3: that's kind of what i i think eugene has going for it is like at least when i was in high school that was like the, you know, Oregon had just got cool. They had all the uniforms yep. and all that stuff. Yep. And so everyone that went there was going there like because of the sports. Yep. Yeah. And I think that created a really cool dynamic.
2: Yeah, there, there there was, a, I mean, Eugene, at least when I was in high school, was viewed as like uh, the out of state Boulder yes. with, with, with really good sports.
3: Yep, yep. We didn't have the good sports.
2: And just the school. dopest gear. Cause that's when they the were turning out yeah. awesome gear. And it's crazy how what, good gear will get you will get kids to a school.
3: What what uh what are uh, what are the comments saying? Any any big um, no omissions? Cool Columbus is a huge L Zach was supposed to be Columbus, the Columbus Columbus should have been Fort on Collins. there. I agree, <laughs> Columbus Columbus I thought is about up there. it. Um, people not mad about uh, Flagstaff Flagstaff what is that? NAU? Yeah, yeah. The Lumberjacks? Actually to,
2: to to give a shout out to Fort Collins, they were on many of these lists. Now they were. to be fair. Boulder was always top five, mm-hmm. and Fort Collins was, was in the back end, though. I, I was impressed. I will say,
3: total College Town energy when you go there. Fort Collins? Respect about it. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. especially for being more of a spread-out town at times. Yeah. Because I, sure. I think of, I mean, what Boulder has is it's so compact. You, you did say you have to go a little ways, but it's not that far to get to
3: Pearl Street. And stuff. No, once you get to central Boulder, right. you're in the College Town. Right. But, I mean, Boulder expands out pretty far. That's true but it still feels small. Columbus
0: is a huge L guys. We missed on that one. We I it was on my list too, but I I probably should have honestly I probably should have picked it over Norman, <laughs> but uh I had to roll with my Sooners, you know. I have some of like course. internal
3: bias against the Big 10 that I don't really know where it comes from. I just maybe it's cuz Nebraska plays in it now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean the Big 10. I I also don't like the Big 10, yeah. so <laughs> In like all of those places I guess I'm just big on weather. Like all of those places the weather is yeah. very meh at best.
2: That's fair. That's fair. You know what? What if you want to add Columbus, we'll let you change Fayetteville out for Columbus. Uh, no, no, you know. no. Fayetteville, okay. I'm okay. telling you, I'm
0: telling you Fayetteville is one of the best. It's you know, just what? I fantastic. like the, I it's like
2: that list. you stuck yeah. true to your board and got going to get destroyed on twitter
0: for uh, we'll see Maybe. <laughs> i don't think so Maybe. i think you guys are going to be surprised that people are like it. yeah fateville is is up there also he's going to get all of his norman people yeah, yeah it's true it's him. true <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll
3: see what happens this has been fun george thank you so much for joining us happy friday everyone come hang out with us at the dnvr bar tomorrow it's going to be insane we'll have a blast we'll see you then and go out